When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, good morning. It's the hump day edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Another beautiful morning. Oh, yes, here Queen. In Minnesota. At least where we are in St. Paul. Yes, Queen Why's of the North. I mowed my lawn for the first time this season. You know, my lawn guy, my nephew, oh, yeah. came over yesterday and mowed for the first time really? as well. Feels good. Feels great. First mow of the year. Grass is looking real thick, plush, and green, except for where the dog's urine has absolutely obliterated oh, it. Oh, that's too bad. I don't know. What are you going to do? You can get him something. I got him something. Oh, I tried. You know you how put a well it worked. Vinegar in his water it sucked. It did. Vinegar, huh? I think so. Yeah. Or they sell little lawn. I had the. Pills. La- we did the lawn pills. We didn't did them. Work, huh? No, didn't oh. work. If anybody has any hacks for that, legit hacks. You know what? I went on YouTube the other night. You know what they said to do? But after your dog goes pee, you then just saturate the area with water. So you think I'm going out every time? Every time. That's exactly these freaking YouTube people. And that's you. Boy dogs, especially, are marking, marking, marking. Like they don't go always go in one spot. Yeah. They want to walk around, sniff, pee on something <sighs> else. How's your lawn doing though? Because you currently at the time don't have a dog, so I thought maybe it would be doing no, well. No, not great. You know why? Because I bet I have grubs. And when you have grubs, then you get moles or voles. I, have I don't voles. know the difference. Then your lawn gets mushy. I've got all these brown spots. Yeah, you I got to go get vole be gone. I ca- you want to know Molex. something else? What we had a an insect repellent place. You know those those preppy kids who come to your door. Hey, I was just talking with Tom two doors down. Yeah, exactly. It's all like, right, dude, whatever. we know, we're on to you. Anyway, uh, th- th- we did the vole repellent version of their pest. Stuff. Oh, yeah. How'd that work? We had more voles than ever before. And they had this giant trap in the middle of the lawn. This huge black trap. They just left it there? Yes, all winter. Because they were like, (laughs) the voles will go in there and then they'll die or spread the poison somewhere else. Whatever. Point is, I swear to you, they must have put food in there. Just pure vole food. Because we had more vole action than ever before. So what I did yesterday, Hmm. for asking the follow-up, is I went to Home Depot and I got myself a hand rake, just like a little anvil sort of a thing, so yep. that I can just, I'm going to all the brown Loosen spots, up the and I'm like, soil. let's see some soil, so that even where Rex is whizzing like a psychopath, maybe some grass will grow, but I got to get my seed down before my weed people come, because once they spray the weed control stuff, that also stops seed growth. Uh... 
For anyone who's living in an apartment right now and you're thinking, oh, but just to have, just realize. Don't do it. No, no, no. Don't do it. Home ownership is a beautiful thing, but there is something also beautiful about what's happening for you right now in your apartment. And by that, I mean someone is taking care of the lawn and someone fixes your broken stuff. And guess what? What? When you buy a house, mm, I give it 10 years before you need a new AC, a new water heater, a new furnace, a new roof. Don't even get me started on the fact that I had a salt dam in my water softener thing. I think thing. I have one as well. I did what the internet said to do again. I tried to push through it. There's a major problem. I just have to call my water people and say, you guys got to come out here because I cannot spend an afternoon of possibly breaking something, digging up water in old salt pellets that won't flush. Oh, man. What a journey. Well, good morning, everyone. Holly, you have any complaints to add? No, because she's living it the right way. <laughs> I don't you're, live in a house. You're doing uh, it the right way. You, you got, sure are, Holly. You listen, hey, pros and cons, right? Pros and cons. Grass is always greener on the other side. Absolutely. Now, you you have particular frustration because you're also dealing with you the cabin thing, the trees oh, falling yeah. down mm-hmm. on the cabin, the snow, the whole thing. Snow gone up there yet? I think maybe. <laughs> there were little patches still left just hanging oh, on. I know. The whole stitch. Johnny Depp news. Alrighty. Uh, Johnny Depp. Here's the quote on the Hollywood Reporter this morning. I don't feel much further need for Hollywood. He said this when he attended a press conference at the Cannes Film Festival. This was a- after his latest feature called Jeanne du Berry. It's a French film. And he got a seven minute standing ovation. Just to give you an idea how long that is, it's as long as Steve and I have been talking this morning, everybody. The we have entered that is too long. There are two ways to go with this story. One is like, hey, Johnny Depp is talking about is he trying to make a comeback or not? And it sounds like he is very unmotivated to try to win over the masses again. He's like, I just don't feel the need for it. I'm exhausted by it. Whatever. That's that's fine. He doesn't need the masses. He just doesn't need us. Yeah, he sure does. Mm -hmm. Us being here in the United States. He lives in France. He was like, hey, I like to live like 40 minutes from here. I, I did that. not know that. I did not know that. That's All what right. he said. Well. Um, and he's just saying, like, look, there were so many people who believed so many. It was like fantastically, terribly written things about my life, and everybody just ate it up. And, you know, what am I? He said, so when somebody said, what about a comeback? Are you trying to make a comeback? And he, he alluded to, like, what? What do you want me to come out and, like, do a, a tap dance for you? No, by the way, he didn't say it nearly as irritated as I sound right now. We got upset about our grass, and so that's channeling. <laughs> right now, but I'm sure he was just much more like, what do you want me to do? Just come out and tap dance for you. Right. Yeah, I'm sure he's very chill about it. Blah, blah, blah. So Johnny Depp is like, look, I don't feel need, so I think we might see him intermittently. We're not going to see the old Johnny Depp as a prolific person in the world of cinema. That's fine. That's- I-, I was never a huge fan of his movie making anyway. Oh, the Pirates movies were great. Certainly I don't even think one. I've ever seen Oh, you should see Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, the first one. I think I did. I think that's the only score. one. It's great. Uh-huh. Blah, 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 blah. That's one way to read it. The other way is we have officially kicked off the ridiculous, the unreliable standing ovation season that is the Cannes Film Festival. We got to knock this off. What is that about? Listen, this is pressure is what it's about. It's social pressure. Because I promise you, my friends, you've all seen movies during the last year. Did you ever feel compelled to even clap in the theater at the end? Probably not, but if you did, I bet it sounded like this. The end. That was good. Imagine (laughs) seeing something so good that you say, I need to stand 
and put my flesh mitts together for seven minutes. That's not going to be the longest one. They're going to be longer ones, and they just keep happening. And do we really think that all of these movies successively are worth 10 minutes standing ovations? No. They're just not, gang. Holly, why do they do that? Because they can. It's just kind of a good one. Uh, there it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, Cannes Film right. Festival is officially Underway. kicked off. When we return, Donna Valentine, she put it out into the universe again. She brought Gary back. She brought back. And now she is essentially kicked off a brand new franchise of sorts. you damn right. And I think she should be on it. And that's uh, not as rude a suggestion as you think. I think. It's not. Okay. We'll explain it. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, it's Donna and Steve here to talk about Tria Orthopedics. We get it. Life can be busy. Mm -hmm. So when your back is out of whack or your knee pain just won't go away, it's important to get treated by Tria. They have convenient online scheduling and walk-in care. Yeah, in fact, we've actually both been to Tria for shoulder injuries. Yep, I went to Tria when I had a really sore shoulder, probably from too much clanging and banging in the gym. Donna, do you know that I work out? Oh, no, you never mentioned it a thousand times. It's true, I lift weights. You know, I hurt my shoulder, and guess what? They knew exactly how to treat me. Yeah, then you recommended them to me, and now my shoulder is feeling good again. Oh, and my doctor was so kind and answered all of my many questions. What I would do to have that kind of patience around you. Rude. So if you break your wrist, you tweak your knee, hurt your back, get treated by TRIA. Yeah, get world-class orthopedic care with no referral needed. Visit TRIA.com. It's why you're treated and how you're treated by TRIA. Hey, guys, welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Boy, I stopped watching The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, a very long time ago. After the Firestone season? Remember him? Oh, yeah, he was great. Was he was a cutie patootie. Um, ABC is now debuting a new series this fall called The Golden Bachelor. And it's basically The Bachelor for Seniors. In search for a partner to share the sunset years of life. I love this idea. I do too. It's not my favorite idea. I'll hold that for a moment. Okay. But this is fun. I think you could apply and hear me out. I see. I I wrote this to you this morning and you were like. How old do you think I am? No, no, no. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to do. My guess is because they haven't announced the age. Like 55 plus. No, I think it's going to be 50 and up. Okay. I think I think a lot of people when you hear golden years in my head, I think fifty. Like isn't fifty the golden anniversary? Uh, I think of like eighty. I do too. No, uh-huh. those I don't yeah. think even into the fifty is just like thoroughly middle aged. I don't know. Eighty. Eighty. You're lucky to even get to eighty. Eighty is golden years. That's past our average lifespan. Fifty is like those are the dirt years. No, fifty is just like, hey, we're getting into the good middle age stuff. I think that my guess is they're going to do 50 and up because they still want to market it. They still want it to have a little sexy vibe. So imagine you'll have some of these dudes who are like 52 and some of these ladies who are 58, but still just crushing it. I really hope it's not going to be all younger women. And, you know, right. they're going to have a bachelor. A mix. So they're going to have the dude. The way, I hope so. I don't think it's going to be like 70 and up. I could be wrong. That's I think what that'd I was be thinking. Cool. I think it's going to be 70 mm. and up. I mean, if they're, really? look, if they're going after, let's let's put it into mm, generational demographics. 
It's that baby boomers right. are in their 60s and 70s. Right. And if this is the demo that they're going after, look, they still have spending power. Yes. They're, they, I mean, have you seen, the, the, we brought this up this morning, have you seen the STD rates? Yeah. In, uh, in, in, uh, in uh, these retirement villages. Yeah. No. People are it, doing it. There are devices that will help you do it. Yep. They got to sell those. Have you heard, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Can you yeah, imagine Steve. all the commercials? Have you heard of a vacuum I have not heard of those things together, Holly. Like okay. a pump? It's like yeah. a pump yeah, it's like kind a of pump. thing? It's like a pump thing. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to use Viagra. You just, uh, I, <laughs> I, we now, now need those. to wait and see how this ends up coming out because I don't think I don't think it's going to go. I wish it went older, right? And by, by the way, when I say dirt years, not your golden years, I think golden at like really maybe a little more like fifty five and up, where you're just like cruising, you're heading toward retirement. Whereas eighty, why I don't think they can go that high, is because. That feels like it. you might have a little more difficulty finding a pool of people because, again, legitimately, like our life expectancy is, what, 77 years right now? So there just could be a whole no. bunch of things. But I think what they could do is like 50 to 75. I could see them saying we have a range of people there, all of which would seem ancient by comparison you know, to what they have now, which okay. are all these young, hot 20-year-old people who are just so sad that they can't find a date. Generally speaking, we got somebody who's setting the record straight here okay, on great. the phone. Okay, because oh, I'm looking at golden years, the age range. Am I, okay, somebody am I way off? Okay. who actually auditioned for the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> Shelly. Yeah. Hey, Shelly, welcome to the Don and Steve experience. How are you? I'm great, but I'm too old. No, I'm not old enough. That's what I am. I'm not old enough. I wanted to apply for the Golden Bachelor, but you have to be 65. Yep, that's my golden age. Oh, what a bummer. But I wasn't sure what they were doing because they said they wanted someone 65 and over. So I thought, well, they want like a little old lady and a little old guy, you know, like little white-haired people. But then you couldn't go any further in the application process without giving them your Instagram. So it might be... I don't know what they're trying to do. Were they getting 65-year-olds, like, convertible-driving sports car people, whatever, with facelifts? Or are they getting, like, the cute little old people that we all like? Right. It, that's, so I, don't know what, I don't know what they're going to end up with. It pretends to be 65. Huh. That's what hey, it says how, the golden years begin at 65 and last until about 80 and beyond. Okay. Okay, I stand corrected. Um, let me ask you this question, Shelly. How did you find out about the casting? Like, did you see it on Craigslist? Did you see it pop up on Instagram somewhere? Someone told me about it. Someone told me about it. They said, oh, you should do that. Huh. So I applied. Because I thought it would be a great idea, like, five years ago. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ten years ago when I was 50. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me tell you, I'm on dating sites and it's not pretty. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I know I have a neighbor uh, friend who uh, his mother came over and she was talking about dating when you're a little bit older on these sites when yep. it's just a little trickier to navigate. Shelly, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Now I'm also getting an email. <clears throat> Why am I getting this email now from Mary? Mary? She said, Steve, people 70 and older still have sex drives. I know from experience. Thanks, Mary. Hey, I know hey, you did, Mary. I, I never said saying. you didn't. Holly was the one who brought up the weird vacuum cleaner well, or whatever. I'm just, I'm, look, I'm just saying i'm probably i'm safe to say i'm the only person on this show who has had relations with somebody who's eligible for social security so i can just tell you (laughs) (laughs) going on yeah they still got going on sometimes even more so than the young people that's what you hear sometimes yeah oh yeah you know um, It's 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 an individual thing i remember when my when my grandfather was still alive he was probably at the time about 70 at the time okay and I remember, you know, I was using the word like pimping back then. Think like late 90s, early 2000s, sure. oh, okay. you know? Yeah, you thought you were in a Jay-Z video? Yeah, mm-hmm. listen, MTV was brainwashing me, okay? And I accepted it. But I remember saying like, oh man, that guy's a pimp or something. And my grandfather was in the room and he said, you want to know what a pimp is? You know, like air quotes. And he said, how about the same person who can please their significant other for 50 years instead of just finding a fling and then another fling and then another fling? Right. He was like, that's the real thing you should be pursuing. That even into your wow. into your later years that Wise. you still love each other and, and you know, try to yeah. stay frisky between the sheets. <laughs> I Listen, to Shelly's point, I hope that it is more of, you know, maybe a mixture, though, of think of the people from Up. Right, think of like the older, like the Ed Asner sort of thing, white hair and just cute little couples. I think that is lovely and awesome. And yes, they have sex drives that are, I'm sure, very vibrant. But could it be interesting to also have a mix of what Shelley also referenced, which are the people who have been getting facelifts their whole, like the Beverly Hills, right, seventy right. year old. But keep in mind, seventy does not look like seventy anymore. Look at Jane yeah. Fonda. No. I mean, yeah. she's in her eighties. Yep. And she looks amazing. Dolly Parton. I mean, think of these people who, you know, they're still fashionable. You know, they're moisturizing, so they look good. <laughs> now, this is a good idea. And I, 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 I am in- interested to see how this all shakes out. My idea for The Bachelor 2 was different, which is just give me a room full of however many people are there. What, 25 people who do not meet the traditional Beauty standard of beauty. Okay. And because, I mean, The Bachelor is just so laughable because everybody is so freaking hot. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm so sorry you can't find a significant other. At oh, the these right people age are going to be smoke shows. Yeah. They're going to be smoke shows. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. I want the people who, I think that would be an interesting social experiment if we're going to televise these social experiments to watch, are people who don't meet those, you know, traditional sure. standards. Like, we always... Throw a few of those in there, you know? Yeah, right. uh, yeah, but would you want to be like, oh, Don't say okay. a few of those. And here's and here's <laughs> Pam. She's a big frump a dump, but we just threw her in as a social experiment on this yeah, show. No, we yeah, need, no, we need no, we need that needs to be a separate no, show. Need, I, yeah. I distance myself from Donna's yeah, comments. But, but also, you can't you can't market it that way and be like, hey, we're looking for frump a dumps. You know, I would I use that. a different term than that. 
But you know, what about average people who don't conform beauty to or yeah. or uh, un what's the what's a, how could we phrase unconventional, it? Unconventional, good looking, unconventional love. I don't know. My point is, it's just. I want you to host that show. We all. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You <laughs> get to do that, Steve. Yep. We all like say we want to expand uh, the, the standard of beauty and what we see and all that. But when it comes down to it on The Bachelor, we just want hot people. So let's start. Let's do a different version of The Bachelor. I'm going to watch this. FYI. I'll watch an episode. You'll stick with it. We want to see if Gertrude's going to find love. Oh, no. What? will be like that. Good morning. We're back, Donna and Steve, with Holly Roberts. Um, thank you for listening, you guys. We owe you. You're like our best friends. Debt of gratitude. I mean, seriously. You are the people who listen. <laughs> we are the people who talk, and it's a fun mixture that All right, way. That's it. I don't know. I'm I know. just you, trying. You don't know what you're talking about. To get through it. We just both felt like we could get canceled during the last segment. It just felt like, a, <laughs> strangely, it was like you were walking on a hill, and then suddenly it was muddy. You were dealing with age, yes. standards of beauty. What do we really right. want? What do we think yep. is golden? What do we think is beautiful? But you know what? We're talking it out. We're just regular <sighs> folks. That's know? right, Holly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, here's one more. Oh, I'm, why am I cold reading this? One more older adult fact is what the email says from Kyle. I have one more interesting fact for you all. Okay. STIs. STDs. Okay, same thing. Does that mean the same thing? No, I think he, it was a probably a typing error. Well, no, wait, STI, STI, uh, sexually transmitted infection. infection. Oh, sexually oh, transmitted sure. disease. Got it. Tomato, tomato. Well, they are a serious uh, issue among older adults, even in nursing homes. Yes, uh, I speak from experience as a healthcare provider. Have a good day. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, the numbers were like uh, almost alarming. Yeah, because they're just like, you know, media. I mean, who needs to wrap it up anymore? Yes, right. But you do, you still need to be safe. Um, here's somebody else. I work in healthcare with older adults. Um, older adults is Definitely defined as 65 plus. And I've known a lot of folks in their 80s and 90s who would be down to participate in a show like that. Old does not mean dead, LOL. Also, my great-grandma remarried at 74, and my almost 94-year-old grandma is going strong. All the wow, best. and Stillwater Steve says, I'm 57 as of last month. Shout out to Donna. Hey, shout out to you, Steve. And I run circles around my 36-year-old wife, and our five kids. So I agree with Holly and Donna that golden years are when you need a lift and reclining chair. I really, ha- <laughs> I really had golden as fifty. Is it because of the anniversary? Is I, is fifty maybe. the golden, or is that the diamond anniversary? I don't even know. I th- I've been listening right. to a lot of Golden Hour with my daughter by Juke. Oh, the song. Yes, okay. the song. Oh, cool. So golden years, golden hour. Uh, I think that you know. It's shifted over as, time. Uh, over time, as our life expectancy increases, the way that we just live in general, it has changed yep. certain life milestones. You know, I was it, right about yeah. the golden anniversary, by the way. All right, that is fifty. Yeah, so I'm not not totally dumb. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, societal norms are shifting all the time. Well, mm-hmm. I think that we could all certainly stand for a season of not 
all the traditionally in their 20s and hot people. I mean, the fact that these people, we don't talk about The Bachelor on this show much because we just don't care about the show. And there's a bunch of stuff, and it's okay. Other shows oh, care about right. it, and so no. that's fine. I'm actively like vom.com on that show, so don't worry about it. But, you know, we'll take just a minute to make fun of the fact that, I mean, there are always men or women in their 20s, generally highly successful, always very attractive, who are just so sad that in their early to mid-20s, they still have not found Love and they're acting like if it doesn't work on this show, how will I ever get a man's attention again? Or how I will know. I ever get a female's attention I again? Know. Whatever. What's going on? I don't know. And then, oh gosh, then this, one. then right before, right before. Imagine in real life that you are about to get proposed to by some dude named Darren. Who probably made out with somebody the night before. The night before. Imagine that. He's like, oh, what a night last night. And not only did he make out with that person the night before, but also told that person how much he cares about them and how beautiful they are and all that. Uh, But I think I'm going to propose to this other person. I mean, in any other spot, spot where cameras are not present, this is absolute insanity right if you had a friend that's in why your i life, hate the show oh it's just mm-hmm. so dumb. i hate it it's the dumbest show ever yay yay we all hate the bachelor yeah all right <laughs> hey i watched the show last night oh yeah did you hate it i didn't hate it okay i liked it it was actually rather well done though it is a difficult watch i went on netflix started kicking around looked up documentaries and i ended up watching episode one of american manhunt the Boston Marathon bombing. I think I watched that whole thing. Has it been around for a while? It came out in, I think, April. Okay, no, I didn't. Um, but I've watched so much. There was a, a movie made about it as yeah, well. Patriot and I watched Day. all the coverage. And the guy hiding in the boat and that whole thing in oh, someone's yeah. yard. Yes, that was so crazy. Uh, anyway, it is. it is very thorough. You see, you know... You forget, it's already been 11 years. 10 years. Excuse I, I, me, 10 years. Oh, my years gosh, that's insane. Since that happened. And, um, wow. I, of course, we all remember, you know, sort of where you were when you found out about that and the two pressure cooker bombs that went off near the end of the Boston Marathon. And, of course, it's just shocking all over again because they're setting it up and they're talking with different people and introducing you to different characters in this real-life story. And... You see people crossing the finish line, and there's just kind of an anticipation yeah. of, oh, uh. gosh, you know what's coming. And it, it it gets to this point in the first episode where maybe you're 10 or 15 minutes in, and there's a woman who said, and so we just decided, we were like, hey, what's his name hasn't finished yet? You know what? Let's just stay here. We have, like, great seats. Why don't we just stay here and uh, <sighs> wait until he passes? He had had a leg cramp, this guy, earlier in the race, and so that's why he hadn't finished yet. And they were like, who cares? It's a beautiful day. Let's just stay out here. And as she says that, then they just, you know, and you're seeing all sorts of marathon footage. And she says, why don't we just stay here? A few seconds go by this wide shot of the finish line. And then it startles you all over again. As the first bomb goes off, you hear screaming. You see this big plume of smoke. Twelve seconds later, you see in the distance, same shot, the second pressure cooker bomb go off. Oh, my gosh. And then, you know... you, you hear from law enforcement and how they went about investigating this in real time. 
how they were assuming it was mm-hmm. an act of terrorism, but maybe not uh, standard terrorism like you might be used to. Perhaps right. not the person that you had in your mind at that point, still carrying over images from 9-11. Right. Was it, was it brothers? I thought they brothers. were two brothers. Okay, yeah. And they, they do show this one bit of uh, evidence, this breakthrough piece of evidence that they had early on as they were looking at all these videos. And then they find one video, and when they find the suspect that they called White Hat, this kid in this white hat, and the bomb go, first bomb goes off, and everybody looks down there and is like, oh my gosh, clearly startled. He looks down there quickly and then starts quickly walking the other direction, and he had just placed the bag Back, down yep. and then got out of dodge before he would then detonate that second bomb and you sort of forget some of the details of it and that it has been a decade. It feels like yesterday and it feels like, wow, I kind of forget a bunch of the little specific details that happened there, but it's, it is, it's interesting. It's compelling. It's told in a, in a really, Oh, I'm going to watch this. So this is um, Netflix and it's called American Manhunt, the Boston marathon bombing. Yeah. Three episodes in total. And I watched episode one. How long was the episode? Just about an hour. Okay. About 55 minutes or so. Okay. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Hey, Arnold Schwarzenegger wants to be on Yellowstone. I know Yellowstone's ending. No. But there's an, but, hey, no, wait, he can't. Hang on. Nope. Donna. Don't want him. Open your heart. All right. It's open. <laughs> he basically just loves what they're doing. He was talking to the Hollywood reporter. You know, he's got FUBAR, his new show coming out. He's got that docu-series that is coming out about him as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But at one point he was he talked about Taylor Sheridan was just like, yeah, I think like he's great. The show is great. I'd love to do it. Let's do it. They're phenomenal. Could you see it? Costner leaves a Schwarzenegger Yellowstone reboot. No. I mean, if he loses the accent, maybe. I can't handle it. But that's well, the but, whole charm of Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's not the Duma. Yes. But he doesn't fit in. But he could be somebody coming in from the outside. Look, okay. Arnold Schwarzenegger okay. is a real estate baron in real life. He don't know okay. shopping malls. All right. If what? he comes in as like yes. a bad guy who's trying to like get their land. And it could be like, you know, 1962 or whatever their next one is going to be. It won't be Yellowstone, <laughs> right. but he like wants to work with Taylor Sheridan. So it could be a different one. And yeah, or he could uh-huh. do his own version of Tulsa King, which was Sylvester Stallone's program oh, God. with yep. Taylor Sheridan. Oh, that's go. a Taylor Sheridan production. Yeah. Yes. Oh God, that guy is everywhere. Yeah, I mean there there are a lot of foreigners on eighteen eighty three, so I could see that maybe, but no, he's not going to be on Yellowstone. Wow. Goodbye. Come on. All right. I would like to tell you something right now about Kim Kardashian. Okay. For Mother's Day, she paid off legal fees for more than 50 moms who accumulated debt while on parole or probation. Wow. All the women have been successful in their rehab efforts. <clears throat> and um, yeah, they're. They were either on probation or parole. They all have a track record of successful rehab. And she says, you know, thousands of mothers are stuck on probation or parole just because they can't 
uh, afford to pay off their restitution, their fines, their fees. Um, They're at constant risk of being returned to prison or jail, Um, not for committing a new crime, but for technical violations like missing a meeting with their probation officer and Mm -hmm. things like that. Mm -hmm. So she paid off their debt. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. So she keeps you guessing, Kim Kardashian. She sure does. You know? Yeah. That's when you think you got her all figured out. She paid off their resolution fees. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And there's going to be two more seasons of the Kardashians. Oh my God, I can't even believe that show is on. Uh, I don't think I've ever watched an episode. I may have watched an episode in all the years. The Hulu series is boring. Is it really? Yes. Now they try to get meta with the production Uh, values of the Kardashians, but it's just... There they go. Yeah, keep doing things. Not interested. Not interested. Although I like what she's doing with, you know, helping. Since she's helping with legal fees and I enjoy it when you do your vocal fry that the Kardashians do really well. Thanks. Would you be willing to do your next Bradshaw and Bryant commercial (laughs) read live as Kim K? Ooh, It would just be exciting. No, but thank you for asking. It was a privilege to ask. We got to go. When we come back. If you see something. You should say something. Something's about to happen to the iPhone. And friends, it's happening. The robot takeover is happening. It's a thing. It's a really cool breakthrough, something that could really, really help about 1% of the population (laughs) and be abused by the rest of us. We'll explain that. When we return, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. My Talk 107.1. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy from Donna Valentine. For my friends at the Canopy Group, you know, I only have one option of people that I get to work with, and her name is Donna Valentine, who you just heard. Wouldn't it be nice to have more options? Here, here to that. Like when you want to go, Donna, when you want to go out and about in Minnesota, we have so many options, especially in the summer when we get this beautiful spring-like weather that we're having right now. Think of all the things that you can do. Options make a weekend getaway really great. Should be the same when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You should have options. I know you're like, Steve, come on, it's insurance. That's not sexy. I didn't say it was sexy. I just said it could save you a lot of money. Well, that's kind of sexy. You can go to thecanopygroup.com. There's a red button there. Two of them, actually. Hit, get a free quote. Uh, and then what you'll do is you'll get options. 16 different insurance companies that they have. They have a team of 40 specialists who can help. And then they'll find out what your insurance needs are. And then those insurance companies, they fight it out for your business. Better coverage, best price, thecanopygroup.com. Donna and Steve on my talk 107.1 where talk is fun mm-hmm. am I right you said it lady thanks a lot Steve very fun to do this chit chat at the beginning of segments <laughs> we call okay. it time filler and now, listen we got three hey, hours see, okay all right ready here we go hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something
with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Holly likes to think that robots, she's holding out hope that robots are not going to take over. Yeah, that we're going to be, you know, friendly allies in all of this. (laughs) Because, you know, Mm. well, here's the thing, because then, you know, I don't want to be around when civilization is completely upended and things are... I'm tired. I don't have time for that. (laughs) I just hope they're, you know, the people in the programming department aren't, you know, making bad guys. Yeah, I've seen the the Terminator movies. (laughs) What was that other movie with the robots? iRobot? Nope. You know, uh, it's like a... It was like a... Stepford Wives. Like, it was like a... Valley Fair of everybody watch this. Mm-hmm. Except you guys, huh? All right. Well, now we got to figure out what it is. It's a um, Valley Fair of robots. <laughs> yeah, you is know, this it, Westworld? Yes. Oh, wow, I haven't you. seen it. Oh. And every time I say Westworld, <laughs> Waterworld is in my head. Oh, no. Valley it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like a, a an amusement park of. Isn't that how it was? It was like yeah, you're yeah. going to Westworld, oh, and then you go and it, it's a Western. You don't spend the time with that show; it goes nowhere. Really? Oh, oh good to know. Anyways, the movie. Anyway. You know, okay, you'll Brenner. Carry on. There's a new feature that Apple devices are rolling out that will soon allow you to create a digital version of your voice to speak with anyone that you would like. It's called personal voice. It's one of several forthcoming accessibility features that Apple unveiled yesterday. Now, here's the beautiful part of this. It's meant to aid people with conditions such as ALS that put them at risk of losing their ability to speak. See, that's what I'm saying. we got to work together with the robots because great things can happen. Right. That's, That's good. I like that. I agree. However, it comes with a price. Apple promises, by the way, that after a user spends just 15 minutes reading text prompts into an iPhone or an iPad, their digital voice will be ready to go. There's another new live feature, another new feature rather called live speech, which will let a device read messages that you type. So I think this is really cool that you go through, you read 15 minutes worth of prompts, and then it can through the power of technology. It could allow you if ever in a moment where you couldn't use your voice or if you had a condition like ALS where your ability to speak deteriorated, that you could text in, you could message, and then your family could hear your, your voice. Oh, that's cool. It's a beautiful breakthrough. However, that will be used in that way by a very, very small percentage. Oh, it'll be of abused, is what you're saying. That's my point. Well, yeah, I mean, it's what we do. I mean, <laughs> Apple claims the feature will rely on on device machine learning to ensure user privacy. So your voice won't be waiting in the cloud for hackers. But what about, think about this, though. What if someone wanted to steal my voice, let's say. I have a lot of videos where I just talk to the camera on Instagram. Yeah, you do. You said that with an (laughs) undertone of exhaustion. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Yeah, you do. They could go. They could turn their phone on. They could then play right. videos of my voice or Tom Hanks's voice and program or that. Oprah, sure. and then put a video out. Oh, you know, found audio recording of Steve Patterson, and then they write in some terrible message, yes. add in some clanging. And, yeah, you know, wow! Look at you we being all cynical. This. this is great. And then listen, <laughs> here's Steve saying, 
uh, he doesn't want to work with Donna Valentine anymore. And I'm like, I heard you. That was your voice. Yes. And I'm like, no, it wasn't my voice. No, how could it be, though? Because I heard ambient noise and just clanging, and it was in the background. You didn't think you were getting recorded. Who were you meeting with? Fallon? (laughs) This is why we need... We need bumper buddies Hmm? around this kind of technology. Tell me what those words mean. By bumper buddies, I mean policy and legislation. Societal bumper buddies. Right. Policy and legislation because we can, as human beings, make rules and regulations and playing rules and grounds around all this kind. We, We have the power to do that. Yeah. I think that that feels optimistic, (laughs) Uh, perhaps uh, a little overly optimistic, though, because bad guys, they're out there and they're smarter. Well, bad guys are always going to be out there, Steve, but you got to try. You got to put on the bumper buddies. You can try. You got to put on the society. Well, then why do we even bother? Good question. Yeah, I mean, when you bother. got when you got guys though out there, all these these uh, billionaire tech dudes well, who like help create AI. We could put bumper buddies on them too. Bumper buddies, yeah. But they're too they're too rich. Nah, but we got to do the bumper buddies. What about the dark web? <laughs> no bumper buddies. I'm running for office on the platform <laughs> of bumper buddies. Okay, He's have we're, a bunch we're, of kids are yeah. like, Mom, vote for her. Bumper yes. buddies He's taking us bowling. Yeah. That's right. Billionaires <laughs> need bumper buddies. Put on their stuff, maybe. I don't know. That could be because you're yeah. just saying, like, well, they have too much power. Well, maybe we can right. get some safeguards. In I there. want to be the optimistic one. And I appreciate that. I just want to I just want to run out the cynical uh, uh, thread. One one more moment. Holly, let's say let's say you live another 50 or 60 years. It's tough to imagine that things aren't. Really, if they're getting all AI weird now, and 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 these these dudes, these guys who need bumper buddies, these tech bros, they're all saying, "Ooh, we might need to pull back the reins on AI." But now there's this arms race, this AI arms race to make the most money, to capitalize, to monetize. Yeah, yeah. If I if I if I think of what's happened in the last six months, and then I think, what's it going to look like sixty years from now? That's when I start thinking of the robot takeover. I don't want it to happen. I'm a human. Oh, I'm going to be in a monastery in my Raquel Schwell wig, so I'm not really concerned about that far in the future. Hey, I want to hear more about Holly's five-year plan. <laughs> but we've got other things to get to. Yeah, I got to tell you, I saw something, and I can't unsee it. Have you guys seen what a vole looks like? Now, you mean a mole. Is it a mole or a vole? You're looking at a mole, I think. No, voles are voles are like little mice cute, okay. cuties. Okay. Yeah, she's looking at a mole. There's a vole that oh. looks like a mouse. The mole it is, has big flesh mitts. <laughs> huge hands. <laughs> like yeah. huge. Like I'm talking sausage fingers, i.e. the king. Unbelievable. I am talking like why don't they call it King Charles's mole? Mm. Oh, I love I it. I mean, that could be applied to multiple yeah, things. Yeah, like the queen. <laughs> 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 the queen had the corgis. The king can have the mole. I mean, this Oh, thing, but Donna, they're cute, too. I thought that you would I don't like, like the hands. hands. I don't like the hands. It Looks seems like, like you would have a mole at your house as a pet and sort of enjoy... The you know, oddity? Yeah. Of- yeah. And is, uh, they look kind of cute because they look like they, those little fingers can, like, wrap around stuff. Oh. 
It's it's bad. It looks now, like it's wearing two baseball mitts. A naked mole <laughs> rat, on the other hand. Oh, let me look that up. What's oh, that? They, oh. they could use a glow up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, that was my deep dive. Oh, uh, my gosh. Okay, wait. Look at the naked mole rat. Oh, my. They could use a glow up. That's putting it lightly. And some moisturizer. Oh, boy. All right. I'm looking it up. Everybody do this at home. Oh, nope. Don't like that. And don't like the tooth. The teeth. The buck teeth. On top and bottom. It looks very, very not good. Holly, why did you do that to us? <laughs> and now you're just go! gonna leave. Now she's gonna leave. Oh, now I'm looking at an image of a naked mole rat standing on its hind legs like a person. Back to entertainment when we come back. <laughs> we'll have a little music news uh, right after a dirt alert with Mike coming up next.